0: Bingo's on top, into to a lot, in the underdog slot. But the fact is, they're the champs of the AFC North. Uh, a playoff berth what they got. Ain't had a shot since it was 2015. Time to play like they been here before. But Jamar Chase, you can't ignore it. That's
1: a crumb man. Hey, how you guys doing? This is the Bruce from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast. For long-time, long-suffering Cincinnati Bengals fans. Who Day, everybody. Uh, we are about a month away from kickoff for the twenty-three-twenty-four season. We left you guys pretty much... Man, Hutch, I don't know. The last time we recorded for this, was it after the draft? It was maybe well, dude, um, after we, that.
0: In the, I think it's been for about, about who day? It's been about, ain't it been about a month?
1: I think it might have been even longer than that, yo. So yeah, we, we went away. You know, there's the dark period after the draft or the, what's the voluntary workouts or whatever and then there's that six weeks of just absolutely nothing happening in the NFL because they're not allowed to and then training camp opened and so hey you know what uh we probably start to get in and recording as information and news starts to come in and Hutch I, I said this to you before like we could have titled this who day over who day over 40 versus superstitions so the same way that you don't you know, tell a uh, a pitcher he has a no-hitter going the same way that you don't say, oh, you know, he's made 16 field goals in a row from this distance. Maybe they should never say to Joe Burrow, hey, this is your healthiest training
0: camp. That might be something going into it. I've, I've been looking for th- that Richard Pryor, Jim Brown cut mm. about uh, he never got hurt playing nine fucking years never got tired, and then, like, now niggas get hurt in practice.
1: Yeah, exactly. I it, mean, it, it is something else. So, I mean, honestly, the subtitle tonight is who they over 40 versus the preseason. But, honestly, none of this shit really matters because of number nine. So, if you're on YouTube, you can follow along and, you know, kind of see our news and notes as we go through this. But, you know, about 16 days ago, uh, <laughs> we almost had an emergency pod. Uh something we that we've have done an emergency pod. yeah something that we have done on occasions uh, but this would have been an emergency pod. I'm out walking you know in the afternoon after work. Hutch is at work, and the goat killer is ironically is also at work, and he just sends out an innoc- and there's a you know behind the scenes there's a group chat with me, goat killer, sandman, and Hutch, and um they talks about Bengal stuff, and this uh goat killer just sends out an innocuous oh yeah. Joe Burrow went down. He just got carted off, and I about stopped in my tracks, like, walking. And I I, got to catch my breath here for a second because I have no idea. What does that mean? I mean, this is like when Kennedy got shot. Where were you when this
0: happened? First off, we were talking about Jalen Ramsey getting hurt. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, that's right. And then
0: I, then, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. He might not be right. He heard he might be off the whole season, right? And then like I was at three thirty, four o'clock that same day or something. Mm-hmm. Uh Then someone, some some dude who was a Falcon fan, like, oh yeah, he he grabbed for his calf, Joe Burrow. And I'm like, what? Uh, yeah. And then yeah, when I when I got into the car afterward, that's when I saw it. And then I like,
1: fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I about freaked all the way out to be fair. Uh I came home, I'm like to the goat killer. I was like, Do I need to come get you at work? Are you gonna be okay? Can you make it through the day? <laughs> like, I mean this is how- <laughs> I mean, we were in a bad situation here, man. Like, this was uncharted waters. I mean, we've been through this with him on training camp before, the appendix last year, recovering from the ACL before, COVID. You know, and the day before this happened, there was all of these questions in the post-game press conference. He even did the knock knock on wood about, you know, this is my healthiest training camp and blah, 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 blah. But, yo, absolutely falls apart. And he gets carted off, so the speculation began. The Hail Marys, the you know prayers, all of those things. The, People the, wanted to donate donate calf calves. Wins. Yes, I mean it was all over the place. And you know, after I think maybe two days or so, it comes out that he has a calf wanting strain. You know, then all the freaking Twitter doctors and whatnot. Everybody's speculating on what that means and all of that. And so that's really been the the role because he had disappeared from the you know from everything since it happened until the joint practice friday? the other day he sh- well he showed up at the joint practice between the packers uh who they played the preseason game against on friday he showed up there with the uh i keep calling it a brace but it's a sleeve like that calf sleeve he has it on all the way. yeah
0: compression sleeve whatever you yeah. we'll call
1: it he has it all the way you know the one that goes all the way up like one leg like a rocket and he's out there you know obviously he didn't practice he's taking mental reps and you know if you can go and see the videos he's out there you know you know simulating the, the snap count you know kind of dropping back like you know kind of lightly turning his shoulders as if he was going to throw and all of that you know and then it's like oh okay Zach Taylor when he had talked about it you know and everybody's doing the definite Fair. what several weeks was, okay so just for our edification what do you feel several weeks is
0: Several weeks is more than a couple mm-hmm. and not in less than two months.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I, I've always thought a couple is two, a few is five, and anything after that is several. So he would be at a situation where he at this point in time we were thinking, well, several weeks at where it happened, it would put him at like six, seven weeks right before the first game against the Browns on September right. the eighth. And so that's what everybody was thinking. Several weeks, several weeks, several weeks. So that kind of fit in the time frame. Jamar Chase goes on the Kay Adams show talking about, man, he can sit out till week five. You know, we got mm-hmm. this going and whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Wanting to be 100% healthy, which sweat created. That,
0: that, yeah. <laughs> that move across the face. Yeah. So we that. Cre- can't, he can't. Well, we'll talk.
1: Yeah. But yeah. So that created more speculation. You know, other podcast folks have been like, you know, it seems to be on track, seems to be on track. But again, this is we're in conspiracy theory area right there at this point. You know, everybody's just speculating and talking like they know what the hell is going on when they don't. And so when we get to yeah, so when we get to the preseason game, you know, Goat Killers, uh, you know, he's coming home from work. I'm like, oh, let's sit here and watch this preseason game, blah, blah, blah. So I'm sitting there waiting, and then you turn on Twitter or you turn on whatever you turn it on to see there's Joe Burrow out there, no compression pant, got the little, you know, the vital vest thing on it that all the players are wearing now and doing, I would call it, more than light jogging but not full-out sprinting, whatever that's in between. You know, you see the highlights of him running back and forth. At what? Going through the whole warm up routine out there under the guise of the training department should have been another emergency pot.
0: We done, Where are we 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 slept. I mean, yeah. in the last three weeks there, between Joe Burrow getting hurt and the government saying there's aliens, yeah, uh, we missed a whole <laughs> lot of shit.
1: Yeah, uh, 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 shouts out to. It contributor CT, who is, if you listen to our Scooby-Doo cartoon and cereal bit. Yeah, she was like, uh y'all are not talking about that. Anyway, um <laughs> so it was um it was shocking, like, because, again, we're thinking several weeks, you know, we're thinking that he's not coming back. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, well, he'll just go up for the practice two weeks before the, the Browns game. And that's where we're going to be. And here he is out here. And then further videos that wasn't on the initial ones, he's out throwing, dropping back, throwing it, you know, deep down the field, 50 yard, like, emergency pod, emergency pod. Because this wasn't expected. I don't expect him to be practicing on Monday or anything like that. But he's obviously not that restrained with what's happening. So, you know, everybody can probably relax quite a bit. What do you think? We're a month away from the kickoff of the opening right, game. Right,
0: right. He, right. He'll, he'll, never, he won't play in the preseason.
1: He wasn't going to probably anyway. But yeah, right. He
0: wasn't going to do it anyway. Right. Um, I'm going to. There will be no more waggles or rollouts. <laughs> he will be, he will be a pocket passer. <sighs> he will be wearing a. He will be wearing bubble wrap mm. for the next four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, I don't see him, and and another yeah, he will be signing that extension. Yeah, that's I, what I see. You know, you and
1: I'm glad you said that because I didn't even talk about this because none of this other crap matters. It really doesn't because I was he went down when Goat Killer sent that up. I was like, man. I'm supposed to go to the home opener or whatever against Baltimore week two. I was like, man, I wonder if I can sell them shits, them tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, I know oh, the oh, plane. Oh, I, know oh, them, oh, I know them. I know the plane tickets is not refundable. But I wonder if right, I can sell right. them tickets to recoup some of my joke, my dope. Because right, what the hell? Right, what the hell yeah, am yeah. I
0: going up there for if he ain't playing? If, if he ain't if, well, well, there was a couple things that kind of helped out. Number one, the line did not move.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The line did not move from that game. So, right. you definitely know that the Gambinos mm. and the and the Cleveland uh, folks right. that run this shit, they was like, well, that line didn't move. It might have went up, actually, mm. so, or in our favor. So, that was one thing. And the second thing is that they signed a player from the XFL as a quarterback. They right. didn't go for guard men's shoe or one of them types.
1: Right. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't yeah overreact to the situation right. I, th- it, I mean I was just i i i had I, I, I there's been sad days in my life, this was about to be one of them I don't think I was even that sad when he, you you could kind of tell the year he had his a c l tour that something bad was eventually gonna happen with how bad the line was like you just you could just feel it it still sucked when it happened, but you could kind of feel something bad was gonna happen, like this was coming out of nowhere because again, sports superstition. He was fine. He had a pure off season. He'd been like everything. He's in great shape, you know. I mean, every internal organs aren't exploding. Like everything was fine, and then this just on a random rollout. If you see the video, it's not card. like non-contact, I mean, it's nothing.
0: Yeah, non contact drill on a rollout. This it. pull yeah. a cat or whatever is cat. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah,
1: that's uh, a strain. Uh. uh grade one calf strain, you know, Sam Hubbard who had it last year, who missed a game and then he missed two weeks, but he only missed one game that, you know, and then on the the game that he did play when he came back was the, you know, the goal line miracle where he runs it all the way back. It's just one of those things that he was saying that, you know, it it you got to make sure that it's really healthy because if it comes back the second time, it's worse. So, you know, take the extra time. So he's like, you're going to feel good. Mm -hmm. Like at first, But then you got to take the extra weeks. So again, we're a month before kickoff in Cleveland. That gives him, again, six to seven weeks since the injury in and of itself. I I think that should cover it. You're almost at two months.
0: Yeah. So, and right. So hopefully, not hopefully, he's going to play week one. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to play week one. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, this part, unfortunately, that number ninety-five, I think. Mm. That motherfucker, he mm. was he was tackling that when he what well, both cats were working. Right. So we'll see what happens. Right. So yeah. But he's back.
1: Goes to the game as well on Friday night, uh, which we're gonna talk about here in a bit. Uh on the sideline. You can see the picture if you're on YouTube, you know, just being his Joe cool self. That You know, again, there's no doubt that he's playing week one unless something drastic happens, knock on wood, sports superstition. But, yeah, that's...
0: And we can't, and we're afraid to knock on shit. Yeah,
1: that's, that's, I mean, again, at this point, I'm going to be stopping speaking about his calf because I don't want to put any of my sports jinx on it. So, anyway, all right, so that's that. I did put it in here as a news and note before we move on to the preseason game. The Bengals signed Logan Wilson to a three-year extension. Uh... Uh, so you bring back two of your, I mean, really the two linebackers that play the most. <laughs> They're both pretty much on the field for all three downs. You bring him back. I think the average is something like eight million dollars a year. It's an extension or whatever. So I think he gets like you know, a couple of a twenty million. Well, twenty million of it over the first couple of years, and then you know it kind of evens out, you know, uh, out of those last couple of years. So I mean, again, what you're paying Pratt. And Wilson, under $20 million for two linebackers. Wilson would have been the damn MVP of the Super Bowl uh had he not get called for that stupid call there Uh at the end of the game because he played like an absolute beast in that game. He has raised the level of the linebacker play immensely since his time has come in Cincinnati, so a bargain basement deal, a really good linebacker. You got Pratt back as well. I would have bet that either one of the two would have been back, which would have been Wilson. I wouldn't have expected them both back. So now your front seven looks relatively uh, familiar, and we'll talk about the back four here in a little bit. But, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think about the Logan Wilson extension?
0: I Well, you got your thing up here, but I had some stuff that I was looking at. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the numbers. The really? numbers is tight hey T- but right. yeah um what good, do you got like, me. let me know yeah let it out well you know yeah let, can I get the screen real quick yeah yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn, right. my screen I gotta do my share Oops. i posted uh, hosted disabled pa- uh screen share hold on I think you should be good now good Merry Christmas Where did I have it? Yeah, player salary. Can you see that? I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might want to make it bigger. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, just I'm—I mean, it ain't my money. (laughs) Thank you. Well, whatever. But. I I think where is
1: he on this thing?
0: Who is that? Uh Logan Sam Wilson. Hubbard.
1: Nah, so Logan Wilson. Logan oh, I Wilson? see him down there. He's pretty like yeah, yeah. maybe ten or twelve. Yeah, okay. ten.
0: All right. Did they boost us up? This might not this might be out of date.
1: Well remember it's an extension though. Oh, so, so, oh yeah. Yeah, he's getting an extension. So, you know, he's gonna play on his salary this year, but then you know, next off season workout bonus, blah, 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 bonus. He's going to get a lot of money to f- up front for those first two years. And then, like I said, after the last two years, then it starts to uh, kind of even out. So you wouldn't, I mean, it's nothing like that. I mean, again, look, DJ reader again, in, probably needs to be extended. You know, that run defense without DJ reader is going to be suspect at best. And we'll talk about that here in a moment too. Yeah. But also he's also about to be on the bad side of 30, which the Bengals don't like playing people. And he's got an injury history, you know? Shit, his first year that he was there, he missed pretty much the entire season. And then he missed mm-hmm. like five games last year too. So mm-hmm. I mean, do you pay a player that's about to be on the wrong side of thirty? No. I don't know. Probably costing ten to twelve million dollars. I don't think the Bengals would do it. But we're gonna get to that here in a later where I'm gonna talk salary about somebody else. So uh yeah. Man, uh it'll yeah, be interesting man. to see. It,
0: yeah, um, and we will see. Well, right. we
1: yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I, a good signing by the Bengals. Again, it looks like they're going to focus a lot of their, you know, attention on the defense. You know, I, I would say as we get into this preseason part, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the other players. But I think that's going to affect other people moving forward. So okay, all right, let me take that back.
0: Yeah, are it's you all, it's all you. Oh wait a minute. Wait okay. A minute. Do 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 do. Dang it. It's so good to be in control. Yes. I know you had it before, man. I know, I know. Dang it. where the heck did it go?
1: Oops! Crap. Den- right.
0: Just Cry. take. Sorry, sorry. Just- I've done this in so long.
1: All right, here we go. We I got go. you. All right. So back to it. So, uh, all right. So let's move into his game day, y'all, from uh, Friday night. Uh, if you do have. I remember the NFL, uh, network days where you had to wait for your team to come on. You had to put this shit on TiVo. Bingo's would be on at like oh, two right in the morning.
0: Back, <laughs> back, like right back, like you was taping shit off of the yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh God, I, I gotta tell you a quick story about our mother. I may have told this story on this podcast before about uh, God, I, I can't. I, I'm not as good with years as you are, but I'm in Florida, uh, for sure. Uh, in the first run. And, man, she called me out of the blue, like, on one of these Friday night games Bengals was playing. And she's just like, the Bengals looking so good at preseason. Jeff Blake is killing them. I mean, she was going off <laughs> Jeff mm. Blake. So, any Jeff Blake year, you know, it wasn't good to begin with. Uh So, yeah, <laughs> that, there's that. So, I used to when get hyper. About when your
0: starting quarterback is playing in preseason – yeah, He's probably you probably got problems. Yeah, and and let
1: we'll dump this on the top too. We're gonna to talk a lot about players and things like that. The scores of these games mean nothing, really. Like you really just, especially for a team like the Bengals, because there's really there's like two positions open on this team to like start. The rest of it is all backups, you yeah. know. And so you having these dudes play, you know, starters' minutes to use an NBA term, it it it, it means something, but it doesn't. You know, you can't be like, oh, you know, Trey Henderson is going to play like 60, 70 percent of the snaps at, you know, defensive end. You know, Cam Sample's is going to play those other ones or whoever else is going to play the other one. So it's we're not the same here. So like freaking out over a preseason game is kind of silly, to be fair, especially the first one, no less. But anyway. All right. So let's get into this. Um, we are highs and lows from preseason game number one. Okay. Oh man, my spelling is really bad on this. All right. So versus the Packers. Packers always have weird things happen in Cincinnati. Bengals lose 36 and 19. How much of this did you watch? I was trying to, you know, hook you up, but I don't know if you got home in time to see I ain't
0: watched not one yam bit.
1: Okay. So me and Go Killer were hyped, ready for it or whatever. And again, you, you can only watch this shit for about a half, even if you're a big fan of a team, because honestly, after a while, you know, you expect, you know, one of your cousins or uncles to roll out there and start playing because it, that's who's really out there at the point uh the offense scores no touchdowns um at all uh quarterback play backup quarterback play shaky at best which we'll talk about in a bit defense generated two turnovers one which happened to be a pick six um by Tyson Anderson and then and there was no pass rush like absolutely not so the, the Packers rolled out their starters for like the first I'd say I'd call it the first quarter Jordan Love playing there they're starting offensive line You know, I mean, they rolled out their people there and, you know, they had moderate success. It wasn't like the Bengals were getting run all over anything like that. But, you know, they did have their starters out there against the second and third string Bengals, you know. So you have to qualify all of that with that, I think. All right. So stock up for players. Dax Hill, the only starter that was actually playing on defense, Hutch. Uh will be the starting safety. I don't know if he's free or other safety at this point in time. He's been playing all over the place in uh training camp uh he has a great pre uh p b u playing from the free safety spot. Did you see that spot where he came all the way across the field?
0: Nope
1: no oh, okay so t j turner gets I don't know if they say they got beat, but I think he got tangled up with the wide receiver and Dax Hill comes essentially from the middle of the field and gets all the way to the corner, all all the way over there and breaks that pass up, which would have been a surefire, you know, 40 or 60 yard touchdown. And he gets all the way across. I mean, he could have intercepted it. To be fair. If you're looking on the YouTube, you can see him where he comes across there. If he gets two hands up there, that's it's an interception, but he sprinted way across the field. Super athletic dude. I know he comes from the school up North as well as the corner that's laying on the ground when this happens. Uh, but, yeah, he uh, did a really good job. So, yeah. So that's the where we're talking about the front seven is going to look similar. The back four is not going to look similar at all. It is, it isn't. The corners are fine, you know, where you have Cheeto who's back from his ACL. He's not doing 11 on 11s. And then, you know, the talk of camp has really been the other corner whose name is now escaping me. Who's the kid that we drafted last year?
0: Um. Uh, D. The, no. Uh. What was the initial dude. What was yes. C. C. T. Wow, man, this is terrible. TJ, terrible. No. Like... no. Oh. Come on.
1: Oh, Goat Killer would kill us here. Hmm. Killing me, bro.
0: You brought him up.
1: Yeah, well, but we gotta talk about him.
0: No. We gotta know who it is.
1: Uh... Oh, come on. Had- Cam Taylor Britt, guy, guy. Anyway, law firm.
0: yeah. So law Cam Taylor
1: Britt, you know his training camp battles with Jamar Chase have been a thing. You know that people are talking about a lot during training camp. So he's going to be fine. Jeto's going to be fine. It's the safety positions, you know. So they, you know, brought they drafted Dax Hill last year when they knew Jesse Bates was going to be gone, you know, and they brought in Nick Scott from the Rams. And then they drafted Jordan Battle from Alabama in the, I think, third or fourth round. So they're trying to, you know, have the communication and the whatever for the back end of that room to be correct. So Dax Hill is going to get that start back there. Like, obviously, Cheeto's not running out there. Cam Taylor-Britt doesn't play and Nick Scott doesn't play. So, yeah, it's it's the corners. That are going to be okay. It's just the communication between the safeties that is a, a concern, you know, losing Jesse Bates and Von Bell, who played together essentially for three seasons.
0: That's going to be a concern,
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure. Early in the season, I think that's, you know, the communication they got faster and more athletic. But,
0: but you lose
1: the experience. The experience. So, right. Yeah. So that becomes, you know, something that's uh, you know, you gotta be watching for at the start of the season.
0: Right. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. Unfortunately, everybody's gotten better in uh, in the league. Unfortunately,
1: another stock up player, DJ Turner, the second round cornerback from Michigan. Hate to say it. Yes. Uh, He started at one of the corner positions. He's going to be the fourth cornerback. Uh, That's the projection at this point. Uh, Him or somebody that's going to be in the stock down category. Uh, Had a couple of nice PBUs, one on fourth down. Uh, that looked really good he's super fast he's a little short that's for sure but he can make up for anything because he runs you know a four or two uh so we're just kind of you know worried about him tackling not necessarily being able to guard and, you know taller people not that kind of short but just you know the concern is always going to be him be, you know being able to stand up to all the running if like a running back gets loose out on that corner to make sure he can make that tackle but yeah great speed good some ball skills you know Again, for your fourth corner, that's probably a good thing. So here's what I was saying before. We we're going to talk about salary cap concerns. Cheeto going into the last year of his deal. Uh, so now, I mean, I, I don't think there's any scenario with all the other needs that the Bengals have that they're going to pay. If Cheeto plays as well as he did the previous season, not necessarily last year because he got hurt. If he plays as well as he did, you know, he's on like a three or four million dollar contract. I mean, he's ma- making any money. So he's, you know, probably in line to be a 10, 12 plus million dollar cornerback. He ain't got to pay him. So now that you're rolling out there, you're going to roll out. You're going to be cheap at the corners and safeties while you're paying your deep while you're paying defensive linemen and linebackers and probably wide receivers. You know, Mm -hmm. there, there's the there's the cutoff. So where do you stand in this? You know, is it best to, you know, get these dudes to have a year Essentially, understudy and get a chance to roll them out there, whereas you can keep your offensive studs and you know your more veteran parts on the the, the defensive line and let the corners know, uh, learn or do you you know try to keep as many veterans out there because you can't keep them all. I mean, they're just gonna practice. You can't, you
0: can't keep them all. You probably want. I mean, in a in a beautiful world, you want a, a all pro defensive lineman or defensive end. You want a pretty, you want a lockdown corner, and you know, and the rest of that you kind of can work with, right? Um, I think. I, I mean, Hendrickson. I saw that he was what set. He was one of the top 100 players again. Yeah, he didn't look like it last year to me, but what sure? Sure i mean what did he have I mean you
1: can look it up i'm asking here but he have? like seven sacks as opposed to seven the year sacks, before where he had like 14 but he had a ton of pressures he was also hurt too uh and we get we didn't talk about that either he also signed a one-year extension uh you know to keep him there a salary cap situation one he had outplayed his contract but two you know they're trying to spread some of that money out so they can create other space i mean it's not a surprise that a few days after he signs his extension and Logan Wilson gets done. And so I wouldn't be surprised there again. I don't know if C, uh Cam Taylor Britt is a lockdown corner, but he's a very solid corner the way that Cheeto is a very solid corner. And then now DJ Turner gets a year essentially to learn. And, you know, again, the only way that freaking Cheeto is back is if he winds up getting hurt. And if he gets hurt, then it doesn't matter anyway. They're not, you know what I mean? I think, I think no matter what, yeah, he no matter what
0: like the, I mean, I think we're pretty much set on what we're going to do. Well, right. Yeah. We're, we're going to be defense, defense first. Right. Says, so,
1: yeah. So you're, you're just paying no money in the, you're paying no money in, in the cornerback safety room at this point. Whereas right. you're paying all of your money essentially on either offense, offense. or defensive linemen right. because, um, that, I mean, again, you have to make those decisions and how that's going to go. But, yeah, uh, DJ Turner looking stock up. His training camp has been playing well. You know, just got to get that game experience, and he'll get some, you know, maybe in that fourth or fifth cornerback's position. All right. Next up, another stock up, Tyson Anderson. Fifth round draft pick last year, didn't play. He had a hamstring injury. I'm air-quotating if you're watching on YouTube. They just stashed him away on a red shirt freshman year, man. They put him on IR. He could have played they just wanted him to get some experience, get stronger and faster. You know, they had a, I mean, a hamstring that lasted 16 weeks. Come on, son. Uh, that's not it. So he hadn't played since the first preseason game last year. He has two interceptions in this game. And again, the safety room is completely, I mean, I don't, there's nobody over the age of 25 besides Mike Thomas and Mike Thomas is more of a, a player coach at this point. Um, yeah, uh, you know, he looked really good there. He's he was a, he was the
0: brightest star right, yep.
1: from what I saw. Yep, special teams stalwart as well. You know he can get out there and play special teams. Again, another fast dude. Again, the the safety room. There's got a lot of deep. You know, good players back there. It's very very deep. And again, just besides the Bates and Von Bell years, I mean, safety has always been a weird spot for the Bengals. You know. Like under Marvin, he liked to have dudes that could hit but couldn't cover. And then some of them couldn't hit. Or he had like – it was a weird safety room too, right? Like it was – That's
0: just – sa- the safety position, I mean, yeah, but 20 years ago you had – you, or maybe 30 years ago, whatever, you had to be able to get on the line and, and take on that linebacker – or not the mm-hmm. linebacker but that guard to take down that or that fullback right. to try to take down the halfback or something. Mm-hmm. Now you better be able to cover
1: it. Right. Yeah. And it, And I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, cause there's just been so many like just kind of under the Marvin era, man. It was just a bunch of rotating dudes back there. But Reggie Nelson played really well back there for a bit. But beyond that, oh, we had that old, other old dude. Now I can't remember what his name is, but it, yeah, whatever. But yeah, he played. He did well. He had the two interceptions. One, like I said, the pick six. The other one, he just muscled the dude for it, you know. Uh, So, good looking out for him. Look to see what's going to happen with him as well. Moving on. Stock down, yo. Okay. So, there was a bit on Twitter, not that much long ago, you know, after Burrow goes down with the injury or whatever, and, you know, Jake Browning and Trevor Simeon being the two backups, you know, and they're playing. And, again, you got to judge them against whoever they're playing against too. the wide receivers is me and get and Sandman at this point. Okay. That's in a preseason game. So I'm sure in practice, they look great throwing it to freaking Jamar chase and, and T Higgins. I'm sure like I could throw it up to them at, at some point, probably. But when you go into the game and you're playing again with wide receivers, Mutt and Jeff, you know, their uh, foibles flaws, uh, shine mightily and greatly, and that's what you saw, you know, on Friday night. But there was a thing going on on Twitter that people was like, "Oh man, you know what? Burrow can sit out that game against the Browns. They can beat the Browns with Jake Brown or Trevor Simeon." No, they y'all can't. need to shut the fuck up. Y'all sound no. stupid as hell.
0: Right we We ain't beat the Browns since they went zero and sixteen in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And so, and, yeah. and right, and right. So we need everybody.
1: Correct. But also, y'all talking about like the Browns, again, the home field advantage, game one of the season. You're talking about starting somebody who, one, has never started an NFL game and Jake Browning, or two, Trevor Simmons, who hasn't, who has, you know, a, a middling record at best as a starter in this league. Again, even with Jamar Chase and freaking T Higgins. I'm sorry. That's just not something that you can do, you know? Right. Uh, so the idea right. that but one of these dudes there are
0: two journeymen. Taking yeah. them out of, I mean, for, for week one, out yeah. of, I mean, on the road, yeah, and, right, and the Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland is, right, I heck you no, we no, we yeah. we ain't beating them with, yeah, with them two looping.
1: no, for sure. Again, the Browns may have their concerns or whatever, but they could handle I mean, Trevor Simeon and Jake Browning or whatever. But both of them look bad now. Again, they don't have the wide receivers that they've been throwing to in practice. A bunch of you know backup wide receivers at best. But also, you know, the offensive line didn't really play well, which we'll get to here momentarily. But the, again, this idea that either of these two dudes that could lead us through whatever for any longer period of time—yeah—if if Burrow goes out for any extended period of time, the Bengals are in trouble. Let's just are fuck. We yeah, are fucked over. Yeah, yeah. Let's lay. Let's let's be a hundred percent about that.
0: Right. Yeah. The Bengals are thin. <laughs> well, everybody's everybody's thin but the Bengals is thin and right. we if we lose any of our frontline folks we are spooked
1: yeah also stock down Sidney Jones you know they brought him Eli Apple was not going to be brought back clearly because he sat out there forever essentially until um <laughs> dude went down in Miami with uh, Jalen Ramsey went down in Miami with his uh his patella injury or whatever and he winds up signing with the Dolphins so he was eligible to be brought back to the Bengals the Bengals didn't want any part of it they had signed Sidney Jones I think from the Raiders uh off he had played as like their third corner or something like that so essentially to be brought in because Eli was supposed to be the fourth corner himself until Cheeto got injured and then he wound up moving into the starters position and uh Sidney Jones is brought in, brought in. he did not look good Friday night he got you know, if you're on Smoke. YouTube, you can see him get kind of, no, it wasn't even mossed or whatever. He's in a position. I mean, he's there. He just doesn't make, he doesn't get his head around to make a play on the ball, you know, and there was another one like on a long third down that he didn't essentially the same situation where, you know, he doesn't get his head around, you know, the person's able to get their hands on the ball you know, and know come down with it. So, you know, wearing Von Bell's number here, not looking good, uh, for you're that. Uh, and, and again, with the play of DJ Turner. Playing well, even though he's a rookie, you know Sidney Jones is not making any real money there. You know it, it's a possibility that he winds up getting cut. To be fair, because I mean he really did not look good Friday night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Somebody gonna get. I mean, yeah. There's gonna be some cuts.
1: Right. There's
0: gonna be some cuts. Yeah.
1: Uh Let's see. All right. So this conversation has to happen. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Sandman, uh, who affectionately nicknamed – man, I can't remember his name now, but uh, Kid Roller Skates. So as the Bengals um, drafted allegedly the left tackle of the future and let uh, Andrew Whitworth roll on to the Rams in Super Bowl glory and probably a Hall of Fame here in three or four years. Um, The Bengals drafted Jackson Carmen the second round, what, three years ago at this point? Thought he was going to be able to come in and play right. He was a left tackle with Clemson. Thought he was going to come in and be able to play right guard in the NFL. As a rookie, came in, out of shape. Uh, You know, playing in his hometown, Cincinnati, you know, probably a little immature in that regard. Uh, Doesn't do well. Plays a little bit as a rookie, but not that much. Going into last year, like, all right, it's about to be a battle. Right tackle position is open. It's all yours. And he winds up getting beat uh, by a rookie. Uh, I mean, Cordell Volson. Uh, excuse me, at left guard, and gets beat at court by Cordell Volson, and uh, is a, a a you know coaches DNP, da, not played inactive or whatever for a good majority of the season until the injuries started to pile up on the offensive line, and then they wind up having to being forced to start him at left tackle when Jonah Williams goes down with his uh pate- or his Asian, kneecap right? injury. Yeah, with his kneecap injury. And then he played well, like in the Buffalo, like a playoff game, he played really, really well. And so the thought was like, shit, well, maybe, you know, the projection out of the NFL was that he was not going to be able to play left tackle. And we tried him at right guard, we tried him a right tackle. We tried him at left guard. That didn't work either. So, hey, maybe, you know, he could play right tackle. And so there's supposed to be this competition at right tackle between him and Jonah Williams, who had to move over because, you know, the signing of uh uh
0: Mr. Brown.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. so Orlando Brown at left tackle or whatever. And then, you know, hey, is Jonah going to show up or we going to trade him? You know, it, hey, you know, some people are talking about let Jonah go, man. Let Jackson Carmen play right tackle. You know, this is it. No. Man, if y'all don't sit down and shut up, this dude. I don't get it. He came into camp. He was in shape. People was that he, you know, taking his craft seriously and it's something about the lights of these situations. Again, except that one time at left tackle, he's just not it, man. Hutch. This is a second round pick and we are now in year 3 and he's playing for a contract. I mean, he's a free agent at the he, end of this he season. Playing, he playing,
0: he planned to be in the league.
1: Right. So, I oh, wow. What do you think? Yeah, like, uh, what where, uh, where, is he, it? Too many positions. Like, it's changing like changing wrestling reference? Lex Luger being from babyface to heel continually, man, it's just too confusing. Like, does it just pick a position? Is he can he be the swing tackle for left and right? Does he need just to be this, an exclusive left tackle backup only? Like, Where, where are we with this dude?
0: Your, I mean, your. Ju- the, there's a dude lined up in front of you. Keep that dude from our quarterback. That's your job. Right. You ain't got to figure out, you know, if they run in a hitch or a post or or a nine or none of that shit. You, there's a 300 pound dude you're supposed to slow down. Uh, do it. Yeah, but
1: I, is it the position switching, No. Again, that people do this all the time. Hey, you know, you should be a right tackle. You can't do, you can't play left in the league or whatever. And I, you know, I ain't a scout. So whoever's making that decision thinks that. But then he played better at left tackle. So why are you moving him to right tackle? Like knowing that he had struggles you him from before. to right
0: tackle because you signed a Mister Brown. But, right. no, but no, no, uh, no, no. And, I meant to and, back and everybody up. Everybody on the right side sucks.
1: I meant to back up, not to, to to start. But
0: um, he he should he should beat out old boy for the guard spot, and and that Hol- didn't happen. Cordell Holsman, Hol- yeah. Right, rookie, so if that I mean, right rookie. there, if you, if you, I, I'm I would be afraid to put him at a tackle position at this point, long right. term for anything, even as a backup. I mean, again, he could,
1: yeah. I mean, people are like, oh, he could be the swing tackle in case somebody gets hurt. To me, this is a for sure reason why you keep Lyle Collins, no matter how much you pay him this year, even when he comes off puck, because Jonah's injury prone for sure. Both recaps right. last year couldn't come back from the second one you know if he goes down then at least you have you know lyle collins there at least before you go to akeem adenji for god's sake like i right. it's just i i but this dude man second round pick he's the drew sample of the offensive line here a, an overdrafted uh, player uh, that look, doesn't that hasn't lived up to that draft pick projection
0: well like i said the kid roller skates with Cedric Abouyi. Aboye Cedric Aboye, Thank you. Yes, oh boy, for real, yeah. he was right. Um, I I wish nothing but the best for him, but we got a quarterback that hurts himself with ghost defensive players. Mm. We can't, like I said, we got the number one defensive player, the number five, the number eleven. They all got intimate pictures with our quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's with halfway decent offensive linemen. We can't have this mother blanker out there at all.
1: Yeah, it's it's wild. I just um I don't know. He he almost feels like he needs to change the scenery for his career. Now, I I give a damn yeah, about go, anything go else. Hiring? You don't think somebody that needs an offensive lineman would give up a six round pick? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> come but that's just for whatever. Like just here, here's a six rounder. Take him off our hands and we'll take this six round pick because it just seems like he's, I don't know if he's in the doghouse or they just, you know, there's something here that's just not working for him. Take I don't think no they, wire. I don't think they'd cut him, but I definitely don't think, I think that they'd trade him if you know if somebody and, offered him anything at this point.
0: And and he was playing against Green Bay's backup, right?
1: Right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So there was no there was no that the if there was a right tackle uh, competition is over. Like it ended Friday night for sure. But um yeah, it, it's definitely going to be Jonah on the right side. And we haven't, you know, you're not going to see the starting offensive line essentially until you get to Cleveland. You know, so but he, uh, he yeah. is
0: auditioning for a position for somebody that's even more desperate than us, and right. I don't know anybody that fucking desperate.
1: Yeah, it, it, he's definitely a stock down guy. That's and that stinks. This is a second round pick. All right, let's check in on the draft picks, y'all. Uh, You know, so the draft picks get in there. I I go through the order kind of weirdly but we'll just kind of go through some of the picks based on how they played on Friday night and what they did Friday night. Uh, They all played, you know, all seven picks got out there and played Uh, DJ Turner round two cornerback. uh, And then DJ Ivy, the round seven cornerback, they both played pretty well. DJ Ivy a seven round pick out of the, uh, the university of Miami has played really well in camp. Again, he's young, But he has all the physical traits to be a decent corner. I'm not quite sure why he slid all the way to the seventh round, uh, but he's played well in camp. He's not somebody that they're probably going to be able to sneak onto the practice squad. So it'll be interesting if he's able to, you know, kind of make the 53, maybe replacing, you know, one of the other lower corners on the roster. Charlie Jones, uh, Chuck Sizzle. The slot receiver that's supposed to be the heir apparent to Tyler Board. he tore his labrum in camp, like on that, uh, you know, in practice, and so he's been working his way back from that. He's decided to not to have the surgery, and he did not look comfortable Friday night, Hutch. Like, you know, I mean, again, you have a torn shoulder, you know, yeah. running your arms like that at full speed. I'm sure that does not feel great. Um, and he did not look good. So I'm, 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 I'm actually also starting to wonder if he's even going to make it through. Like camp at this point, the way, I mean, he's set to be the punt returner, you know, putting both Trentons on notice, you know, between, you know, Irwin and the other one. And, uh, you know, so one of them is probably going to get that position, but yeah, a, a little bit concerned about the, the heir apparent to Tyler Boyd as he's going into his free agency year. Uh, Jordan battle, the safety from Alabama. They drafted in the third round. He played really well, had a nice pass breakup in the end zone. Chase Brown, the running back, also played really well, had a nice long uh, check down run, you know, uh, uh, during the game as well. So he played uh, pretty well. But I think the standout here, and I don't know if you saw the highlight, Hutch, about Andre Osivas, the sixth round wide receiver out of Princeton. Uh he had like four catches for fifty yards. should have had a touchdown. I mean, if on YouTube you see where he came down with this, his foot literally just barely touching the white there i- don't know if he survived the ground when he made that catch uh dude is got all the physical tools he's fast, he's big, wearing Collinsworth number. yep, wearing his Collinsworths number at number eighty. All right, so here's my soon to be conspiracy theory, you tell me where you think here. That kid could play, like he just needs the experience, you know, and he needs to play, and he play, he needs to play. I, I think that's T's replacement. The longer T doesn't sign, the longer I think that he's not. And I have another theory that I'll run a conspiracy theory. I'm gonna run past you here in a second, but he, like this dude. I mean, he's not T Higgins because T's a freak. This dude could. He has freaky athletic stuff too. Don't get me wrong, but he just doesn't have the experience, you know. Because T played at a high level at Clemson, so if this dude starts to show continually over the course of the season, you know, I think T is back on the franchise tag next year and then he's gone after that. That's my one conspiracy theory. What do you, what do you think about that?
0: I think T is doing,
1: um, he's going to be here next year, regardless, they're going to franchise. So it wouldn't matter. Uh,
0: what's the number going to be? I don't know what, what, what the franchise is. $25 million.
1: They just paid freaking uh, Jesse Bates what seventeen or eighteen million dollars to stay for a year. You just get it for the year and then you move on. I mean, that's it. Hey, that's that, that's he, a they not they gonna let him walk for nothing.
0: I don't know I have. nothing. But exactly. I well, they see have him, no I choice. Can't see him put him up for twenty five million,
1: but they have no choice. If they let him get the free agency, he's gonna be gone for nothing. Well, you are gonna get a third round compensatory pick? That ain't gonna work. No, they'll franchise. If,
0: if you can't sign him, if you can't sign him, shit. I'm, damn, that sucks. But I mean, put I something, get something. But I can't see, I can't see him tagging him for twenty five million. And you are gonna they, pay your old boy at least twenty five million. That's what. But I'm
1: saying, you paying for a year. You can't do anything with Jamar anyway at this point. So you paying for a year. He moves on. That money winds up rolling into whatever Jamar's salary is going to be. And then o- Yossi Voss or whoever winds up going into wide receiver number two. That's my one theory, conspiracy theory. My other conspiracy theory that goat killer and I were discussing, and this is pure speculation. I am no insider or anything like that. Um, what's the wide receiver's name at in Minnesota?
0: Justin Jefferson.
1: Yeah. He's eligible for an extension that since the end of the year, he hadn't signed it. Um, and there's been no, there's been no thought about that. And obviously he was ranked what? Like number three or four on this top 100 player. He is number two. Oh, there you go. So he's number two in the top 100. He has not signed his extension. Minnesota clearly would rather him be back, even though they have no quarterback, essentially after paying Kirk Cousins, uh, freaking pounds of gold over the last few years with nothing really to show for it. Um there's a strong possibility that he just wants to get out. Like, that's probably a strong possibility. They want to play you playing in Minnesota, which is literally the wasteland or whatever, playing with a shitty quarterback. You know for damn well your one of your best friends is playing in Cincinnati with the quarterback that made you look like a million bucks to earn that thing. That are you know to get that draft stash or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, if if you if you could get Justin Jefferson and
1: Jamar Chase and, yeah. and
0: Jamar Chase yeah. and Joe Burrow, yeah, and all all played on the same professional team, yeah, pff, yeah, yeah. I, I right, we're gonna pay Higgins. I, I well, I yeah. see us paying Higgins thirty million dollars a year first. Right. But, yeah, the Minnesota, I mean, yeah, yeah Minnesota horrible.
1: Yeah, yeah. and they
0: probably will fuck up somehow. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I, my yeah.
1: conspiracy theory. Again, I'm sure Joe loves tea. Don't get me wrong. He do. But he, he Joe, Justin Jefferson is one of his best friends in the world. Uh, if there is any chance of that becoming a possibility that's probably what happened. Like, Hey, you know what? Sorry, T we're going to move you on and then bring in this dude. Cause again, it would cost a little bit more money for sure. Don't get me wrong, but right. The, right. So the, you know distance what's between, happen- the distance between them two is pretty significant as well. Go ahead.
0: Right. So, so there, what's going to happen is right after, at, right after they, you know, Congress figures out this alien shit, there's going to be a, a, another congressional thing about Collusion with the Bengals. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, yeah, if that, if some shit like that were to happen, cause it just, right. It's, see, it, this again, I lived through the, the Heatles, the, the Dwayne Wade, uh, Chris Bosch, LeBron thing. Like that shit was in the works long before it happened. Right. It was disgusting, you know, hushed tones amongst themselves right, right. for and a very long time. And- yeah. And, yeah. and and yeah, banana boat and shade booty clubs, yeah,
0: and some other shit.
1: Yeah, so it I, again, I'm shooting, I'm throwing a massive conspiracy theory out there, but it ain't, it's probably not that far off. To be fair, um, if if that if, if that ever, if
0: if that ever went if that if that happened in Dallas, that'd right. be one thing, and that would still be some collusionary shit. Mm. But you're you're talking about the thirtieth or thirty first franchise.
1: That's harsh, but uh, I as understand. As far as
0: evaluations,
1: mm. and
0: you're going to have two 25-30 million dollar wire receivers. Right. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm Andrew just saying. Burr. I'm just saying. That's all. Yeah, I would real. love it. Yeah, I, would, I know. I
0: would still love to keep Higgins.
1: Yeah. Oh god, whatever. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> Not the all numbers three.
0: don't the shit don't add up. That's that's some serious that's some serious moon landing fucking shit. But the bigger, disperse, earth, the bigger, is, the bigger,
1: more re- realistic situation is that if they really feel that this Yoshi Vash and that his nickname is Yoshi, if he can play T Higgins is probably days or number Higgins, here. Higgins
0: and Higgins and old boy are both gone next season.
1: Yeah. So, wait,
0: who's uh, their old boy? Uh, our third wide receiver.
1: Oh, well, yeah, he's gone because, well, he's past out of 32. Uh, all, all right. right. So. He played well, the Brad Robbins, the punter. Like, I mean, that there was no competition with Drew Krishman. That just, that was, <laughs> that was as much. competition are gonna Did, I, did as our right first round situation. pick play. I'm getting there.
0: Yeah, same. Getting
1: So yeah, you know, he looked good. He's got some boomers, a lot of hang time. You know, it's the old Kevin Huber days. You know, he can angle it. You know, he had a lot of practice because they punted yeah, a lot of practice. practice. Um. So yeah, he looked good. You know, and on top of that, and we may get this out there too, I didn't want to put him on stocks of play, players up stock. Menev McPherson hit all four of his field goals in his extra point, uh, splitting it like easy. You know, I think that, that snapper holder exchange thing, I think that messed with him a lot last year, you know, where he was missing kisses, kicks that he would not normally miss, at least from rookie year. Uh, so now they got the, you know, all been working together in one unison here and he you know he split one was 51 and it was it would have been good from 60 um so yeah uh evan money mac is back i don't know that he ever went away but yeah uh good job they got to pay him here in a, a year or two so mm-hmm. all right. here we go so the first round pick we didn't have this conversation i don't think on the podcast but we've been having it for years about the curse of 99 or the number 99 for the bengals And so I started this whole podcast off about sports superstitions. So there's a superstition about number 99 for the Bengals. It hasn't really worked out. To be fair, people that wear it, the most recently Tyler Shelvin, Miles Murphy has grabbed that number on draft night or draft day or whatever. Tyler Shelvin ate himself out of the league. And you can go back to Oliver Gibson and was Andrew Bill, Andrew Billings, Yeah, Andrew Billings, like, I mean, it's really hasn't worked out. Like it's just cursed. David Pollack, David Pollack. It's, I mean, it's just not a good number for the Bengals, like historically, like in the fact that it should be retired in the rafters to not ever be be used. It it should be burned, right? It shouldn't be. So Miles Murphy plays on Friday night. And again, this overreaction Tuesday, Monday, or whatever you listen to this. Like, he looked, to me, slow, even though he's supposed to be this athletic freak. Look slow. if that's tentative or whatever, or just the speed of play, playing for his first time or whatever. But he's a first-round pick. You're playing against backups and future car and insurance salesmen. And you should be dominating. I mean, you should look like that in uh, Fast Times of Richmond High. You should be crushing people. Like, for real. And he didn't. No sacks. I think he had one pressure, maybe two pressures, you know, but against backups, against backup quarterback as well. Like, he just didn't really. He has no pass rush moves. Like, it's just like, oh, if I can beat him athletically, that's it. you first-round pick. We need you to play. no need you to play a bunch of snaps. We need you to be able to, you know, they said he set the edge against the run really well, which is fine, but we need people to rush the passer. So if you were trying to find another defensive end that could set the edge against the rush, you probably could have got them in a later round and then drafted, you know, I don't know how well the tight end, the Oakland that kid that wanted to play in Cincinnati or whatever. That I, I don't know how well he did for Oakland or if he even played. Wow, Las Vegas? I don't know. But I was expecting a little bit more Friday Man. night than I got from that. So go ahead.
0: I didn't watch it. But you know, ninety. Whew, yeah, there is a curse on ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too late now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Unless, yeah, let's see what happens week two. He's um, been,
1: he's been a non-factor in camp as well. You know, it's right. not. You know, he hasn't been doing anything that you'd be like, oh wow. You know, he's you know doing this or whatever. Like in camp, it's it's just been. Mid Do we F2 have a
0: problem with
1: Clemson players too? I mean, well, T is there. T is there,
0: but he don't want to be. Well, he he wants. Yeah, he
1: just wants a contract. But I mean, yeah, but, but I mean, DJ uh, DJ Reader's Clemson as well. So no, I don't think it's that. I think it's uh, maybe ones that we draft. Maybe I don't know, but it. I I needed to see more. Like again, the way he played like i'm this is gonna sound bad it's a uh, massive pr- prediction here
0: can't
1: bring it. oh he's gonna make a team I don't know if he's gonna be active I mean, on I game day bring it oh then. I mean, bring, I, he bring, go, bring he, the bad. I don't know if he'll be active on game day
0: he that's that would be a problem
1: correct' because look I, at the I other team
0: Because them, them 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 two defensemen we got now they gonna need some they gonna need some help. Right, and then you have, but that's what I'm
1: saying. So you have Hendrickson and Hubbard as your starting defensive ends. You have Cam Sample and Joseph Osai as the primary backups. Those that's four defensive ends that you're already dressing. Right, but you know, yeah, like are you got, you you're already yeah. dressing four? I mean, again, you're running out of people here. You know, you got to dress but, four defensive you know. ends and probably four defensive tackles. I mean, where is he? Mm-hmm. Where is mm-hmm.
0: he playing? You don't have you don't have a top ten pass rush. I don't think. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, again, the Bengals defense is a team defense.
1: This is why they, you know, hold people. You might overall defense is whatever, but it's a top ten defense in terms of point score because they know how to keep people out of the end zone. So well,
0: the the team in twenty two did. I mean, I, you got like I said, them them back your back four is a bunch of rookie faces.
1: But yeah, but understood. But I'm just saying that that's been the trend here with Lou again, without these two safeties coming in. But I mean, everybody else is essentially brought back, and they couldn't rush the passer last year either. So
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm saying right. So yeah, we need we yeah it's all hands on deck, right? And and you need to be playing top speed, doing everything you can just to get some pressure because. Uh, my guess is that there's going to be, a, I think, we're going we'll to get ran on by the first two teams for sure, but they can also have some chances to pass on us too. Why?
1: I, and again, only because Lamar will be playing, but, I mean, I, the Browns playing, if everybody's 100% with Joe Burrow. The Browns ain't winning that game. <laughs> but I anyway. don't say,
0: yeah. say they're going to win the game, yeah. but I'm going to – but we ain't stopped Nick Chubb at this point either. Well, maybe well, that, one game we did. They but, did this
1: year when they played the second right, game. Right. I mean, uh, he the only scored. Game, he had but, like 34 yards. Well, DJ Reader didn't play the first game. So that right, was right, probably uh, a part of that, too. Well,
0: Nick, Nick Chubb is at 88 yards against this game and, right. a, and a touchdown. Yeah. Well, for, and, yeah, um, yeah, 34 and, yards. And and that's, in cl- that's including that 34 yard game.
1: Right. So I just, uh, yeah. I, I, I we just need. He needs to show up. He's gonna need to take some snaps. He. I don't think we have him enough to have a red shirt year. That's what I'm
0: saying. And, like, and there's no. There is no. Ain't nobody on this team that's on the starting 22, can or whatever. The starting 35 or whatever. We gonna need everybody. Right. Helping. Yeah. He.
1: He can't. Yeah. He can't. And and I say that with all due respect to him and whatever. But they're gonna need a little bit more than that, and wow. I don't know if I don't know that that's the biggest thing I don't know if he can play or not, and that's going to be a huge issue because now of your first four drafts, Zach Taylor, your first draft is great because again you're gonna probably <laughs> at a minimum you're gonna wind up with two signing two of the three people or not your first draft, your excuse me your second draft. You're going to wind up signing two out of the three people to extensions, you know, your franchise quarterback and a great linebacker and probably a wide receiver, but who really knows those first three picks. But now your early round picks after that, you know, Jamar is obviously a superstar, you know, but prior to that, you got your Drew Samples, you got your Jackson Carmen sitting here right now, two as a second round pick. And now you got this first round pick as well. And we don't know what Dax Hill is yet because he hasn't really played. So, you know, this was Marvin's philosophy and his teardown too. When the Bengals were good and you were getting late, mid to late round picks in the first round, you weren't hitting on them. And then that was the the slow descent and downfall, you know, into some you know bad years after a couple of years when those picks never came became anything. So it's it's kind of concerning. That's all. Again, it's a preseason game. It's an overreaction Monday, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm already concerned. That that that's my concern.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm um, already. I, I didn't. I didn't watch it, and that's probably past week. You know who who is the week? Who's week two?
1: Atlanta in Atlanta.
0: In Atlanta. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: Falcons had a nineteen yeah, to three dude, win.
0: I go watch that bullshit. might as well.
1: A 19-3 to win over the Dolphins last weekend. So, you know, people are going to be crazy. I mean, nobody cares about the Falcons until baseball ends. Let's be fair. It's all uh, all
0: about the (laughs) – but, anyway, I mean, that's probably a $20 ticket. I would assume. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah,
1: you could report live from, you know.
0: Right, yeah. yeah, Live from – How much them tickets go for?
1: So, as he's looking that up (laughs) – Okay. As he's looking that up. Uh, yeah. So that concludes this. We will be back in a more regular routine as the Bengals do play the Falcons again this year, played them last year. I was listening in the archives where we had on home team as our preview for that last season, which he was amazing, obviously. Uh, and you know, the Bengals just embarrassed the Falcons, um, in Cincinnati last year. Uh, that was not a great game for the Falcons, but you know, new year, Jesse Bates gets to play against his old team. You know, of course, he's going to be playing against some backup quarterbacks, and you know the,
0: and he, you know and the Falcons, ta- and he tearing up, he's tearing up Atlanta's quarterback right now. Yeah, and you know the Falcons
1: are going to be looking to run the ball. Desmond Ritter didn't play that game. I'm sure he's going to play against his former home, at least home college teams. I'm sure he's going to play this week. You know, it'll be another good test for the Bengals to, you know, see if they can stop. I mean, anybody. It really wasn't that they couldn't stop anybody. They just couldn't score. So it was just defense, like, all the time. So let's see if the backup quarterbacks for the Bengals play any better. So that's it. All right, Hutch, you got exit music for us as we start to wrap up. Yes. This song is
0: situation number nine by Club Nouveau.
1: No. Okay. All
0: right. Well, we're, we'll work that out, and
1: if you're listening on the podcast version, you'll be able to hear Club Nouveau start to play us out. Uh, like I said, we will be back after preseason game number two to we'll talk about that. Hopefully, no emergency pause. If, if it is, it's for a good thing, you know.
0: Higgins, re-signed Higgins resigns for, Yeah, for like that, million. million for three yeah, years or
1: some shit. I don't know about that one. Probably yeah, yeah, to yeah, three years, yeah, 100. But again, aliens on Right, on, on an extension,
0: something.
1: Yep, three years on an extension for a hundred. That sounds probably closer to it. Uh, and I, a real side topic because is, is starting to play us out. I got irrationally angry the other day as I see that it's Paycor Stadium and you know Catering Health Field and. All of these resources that the Bengals are coming in to sign players because they know they have to sign these players to continue this with the quarterback that they have. Like, I get that part. Y'all motherfuckers could have done that before.
0: Uh, Y'all were close
1: enough to getting into the playoffs for five years. You could have sold your soul and found some money to sign people to cover up for the deficits of Andy Dalton. It might not have been enough, but you could have tried, and you did Right, right. And that was just dumb. So now that y'all see y'all have that guy at wide receiver and that guy at quarterback, back and back now you're like, oh, we need to come up with this money because, well, they paid at free Carson Palmer, but they wouldn't pay enough to just those little pieces that'll help you get to a championship.
0: It's not it's like they, fun, paid,
1: no. they, they made Carson and the highest paid player. They paid Andy Dalton his middle money too. But you didn't give them, like they needed a little bit more to get you to a championship. And you could have done that by selling the naming rights, practice field, like all of these things that all you this
0: used to you, do. You're you're 20 years behind, damn I mean, right. definitely 20 years behind the best franchise in the yeah, league. but
1: you're just playing catch up for sure now, and it's just it's infuriating. To be fair,
0: it is God. right and to like to the did. fans. To, right, I mean to the brand to the fans. You could have. We should not. We should not be fucking in the damn prehistoric ages. Right. Fucking trying to get this, this team should not be the 31st or the 30, 30th franchise in the league. Right. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just... evaluation.
1: Yeah, it just made no sense that you had to go through unnecessary pain because you didn't have to you could have done like oh man we could have sold this to this and made this money here like oh, no, i do i gotta name the paul brown stadium because that's my dad or whatever like who cares Paycor stadium at paul brown stadium it's like whatever all right, anyway. all right so it's clubbing bro social players out i'm the producer of this podcast i'm signing off you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, itunes google play iHeartRadio. I mean, if you just put in Brothers comments, it'll pop right up. And I'm signing off, and we will see y'all either after an emergency pod or after two-season game number two. I'll just go ahead and sign off. Peace and Middle East. All right, Go Bengals. Yeah, go Bengals, everybody. We'll see y'all soon. Peace. Peace.